1: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad. All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Calgary flames looking good. Once again, up to nothing on Pittsburgh, five minutes into the third period flames four one and one on the season, trying to go five, one, and one. Their only regulation loss was to the Oilers, the lightning taking it to the coyotes third period, just underway. It is is four nothing for the lightning Arizona 0 five and one on the season. Carolina closing in on a 6-0 start early in the third. The Canes lead the Bruins 2-0. D'Angelo and Rider are your goal scorers. Avalanche and Blues 1-1 after 1. Colton Pareko has scored for St. Louis. Shots in the period 14-5 in favor of the Avalanche. Flyers back at it tonight after beating the Oilers. They play in Vancouver at 8 o'clock. Buffalo at Anaheim. The Wild meet the tentacle team. Jets at Los Angeles. And the Canadians look for their second win of the season as they take on the San Jose Sharks. The Thursday nighter, Arizona trying to go to 8-0, up 7-0 on Green Bay. That is at the start of the second quarter. Green Bay 6-1. So that's a pretty good uh, matchup there on Thursday night. The Oilers with an optional practice today. They will practice tomorrow and then travel to Vancouver. The game Saturday is on 6.30. Chad Furnace family, Oilers hockey, 6.30 face-off show game at 8. We have football in this time slot tomorrow. Elks home to the Tiger Cats, 6 o'clock for the countdown to kick off. And then the game will start at 7.45, 7.45 Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Remember, it is Pure Later Tackle Hunger Night so uh, absolutely bring something to uh, for the food bank if you're going to go to that game to uh, set that game up and to talk about other football topics. And, oh, I, I want to talk about another football topic with Blake Dermott. Blake, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing fine, Reed. How are you doing today? Well,
1: Blake, I want to ask you a question. It's not about the Edmonton Elks. Okay. I just wanted to know if you noticed that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won their last game 45 nothing. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm not sure I gained a whole lot of fans uh in Winnipeg when I was on the uh, the uh, Bombers broadcast for the game saying that I don't think they're going to win the Great Cup this year. <laughs> oh, you ac- year.
1: you actually said that on a Bombers
0: broadcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I was on with uh with Bob Irving and uh, uh Doug Brown and and uh and I said that. And I and I said, you know, for 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 reasons that we've talked about before, and I said that I I didn't see them as Im- improving. And then and, and during the Elks game, the Elks were leading again against them. And they oh. almost lost. Like, there was a period of time where you're going, well, wow, the Elks are going win. It was a pretty good game. And then they, they they did what they do. And then in the fourth quarter, they, they didn't allow the Elks to do anything and, and were able to, to get the, enough points to win that game. But I, it was, I'm sure that they were going, boy, I wonder if Blake's right on this thing. because they. But then the next game, of course, they go out and uh, – and play like a team that uh, is uh, nine and one. So, uh, but up until that, um, they hadn't showed me enough that uh, would say that they're going to be a a great cup champions. And I will, you know, talk to me on uh, December 13th and we'll see who wins.
1: Well, for sure, for sure, you'll be on the first show after the great cup, which you always are anyway, but I I, I do enjoy the the back and forth with you on, on this one. And uh, yeah, I mean, playoffs, like like I will agree. It comes down to one game and maybe when they get pushed or need a big kick or something, I I understand where you're coming from. Is it going to be there? It's just, they've always figured it out to this point. I I, want to hop back to that Elks game before we set up tomorrow. I know it was almost two weeks ago, but we haven't talked since then. Um, Aaron Grimes was on the show you know talked about the dropped interception and I mean that might have been the one right that might have been the play that gave the Elks the game and you know he he didn't he didn't hide he said you know he made a mistake he's he he knows how important it was and um what would have that done to his teammates on the bench and 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 like as an offensive player would have you been watching everything the defense is doing and seeing that play and then that maybe deflates the offense a bit too?
0: Well, there was a number of things that happened in that game that were like that, uh, Aaron Graham's dropped. I mean, that was a, that was a walk-in touchdown. And, and I know he feels bad about it and everything else. He's a pro. He should have caught that. He should have scored, and he knows that. But there was a number of other uh, – Dar- Darrell Walker had a horrific game. Uh, he had, I think, three drops in the game and made big differences. And And when you start to see things like that happen, it's like a – you know, good teams like Winnipeg always find ways to win bad teams like the Elks right now always find ways to lose. And those were prime examples of ways to lose. And this doesn't always stay this way. I mean, the pendulum always swings in an upward motion at some point. But right now it's, it's, uh, it's sort of hovering around the bottom and it's not started its upswing yet. So they need something. And that, those kinds of plays are things that can help turn teams around. And it's, it's amazing how quickly that can happen. But it, uh, um, that was a, a perfect timing, a perfect example. Team playing pretty well. Cornelius playing pretty well. You know, they were doing some good things. They were playing with this team, and they, they had leads, and, uh, and they, they just squandered it. They, they had a chance to, to, to make a stamp in that game and, uh, and affect a Winnipeg's record, and they, they just weren't able to hang on to it and do it.
1: Obviously, a lot of the discussion for the Elks has been what's happening at quarterback, you know clearly an important position trevor harris was not having a good year he completely loses his job and then a few days later he's he's off the team traded to montreal and now it's taylor cornelius do you think that helps cornelius's mindset that harris isn't and they did trade for nick arbuckle but do you think that helps cornelius knowing all right like like i'm the guy they're not going to bring trevor back if i play poorly
0: Well, I, uh, you know what though, uh, the thing about the thing about the 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 sport is that uh, you can never really get comfortable. Um, You know, I I didn't matter how long I played, I was always worried that, you know, God, I got all these young guys, but I gotta, I gotta keep playing well. I have to keep doing my job, and um, if you don't, you you're not playing the next week. I mean, here's here's a guy, uh, Trevor Harris. uh, you know, one of the uh, uh, highest passer rating uh, in, in the league over the last five, six, seven years. Uh, a guy that was uh, consistently throwing uh, close to 5,000 yards a year. Um, you know, all of these things. And uh, he starts the season off really well, leading the league and in, 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 uh, in passing for, I think, the first four games. And then, bang, all of a sudden, he just either he got old or injured or something. And now he's not with the team anymore. So, so if you're Taylor Cornelius and you don't have any stats like Trevor Harris does and you're not nervous every time you step on the field, then you probably should be doing something else because you will always feel that way and you should always feel that way, I, I think, as a, as a professional athlete.
1: What do you, what would you like to see from Cornelius over the final five games of the season? And I'll look I of course winning would be the short answer I think for all the Elks fans listing, but I also think this is an opportunity to find out who might be able to help the team be a lot better next year. What where would you like to see Cornelius develop?
0: Well, what I would like to see him doing and I and I think we really saw that in this last game against Winnipeg. He he managed the game a lot better. He wasn't forcing balls in there. I love the way he runs. I love the way he extends plays. And I think that he's got a really good arm. And I think he he, he was he seemed to be a little bit more relaxed in that game last... Uh, because he knew that... Um, maybe he knew that Harris wasn't even on, on the roster. Um, but he seemed relaxed. and And, uh, and I think that's when it's not just Taylor Cornelius, it's most, most uh, professional athletes. When when they're comfortable and relaxed and and the game seems to slow down for them, they always perform better. And I think, I think that's what I'd like to see him. I'd really like to see him go the remainder of the season without throwing another interception. You know, I mean, he's going to have some bad throws. He's going to have some bad choices. I get that. But I don't want to see him make really bad decisions that cost the team. And if he can do that, they can win games. If they can manage the game, you know, they manage the game against Winnipeg, and for three and a half quarters, they were, they were in that game and, and, frankly, were close to, to, to winning that game. And uh, so I think that they, they can do that against Hamilton this weekend. This, this Hamilton team is a good team. They've got a good defense, all those things, but they're not Winnipeg. Um, and they, they don't have the record of Winnipeg. And so if he manages a game, that's, that's, I think the organization will be extremely happy about that because then they're going to see some very good growth and positives coming into next season.
1: Blake Dermott joining us on Inside Sports, getting you ready for the Elks and Tiger Cats tomorrow. Well, and you mentioned Hamilton, and here's the thing, Blake. I struggle struggle to name, and I know you and I have talked about this before, but I struggle to name the the second-best team in the league. And look, I know what you say about Winnipeg, but at least by the regular season record, they're in a tier of their own. Every other team, Saskatchewan, Calgary, BC, Montreal, Toronto, Hamilton – Th- that middle tier is a big middle tier, and to me, at times, all those teams have looked like, oh, they're pretty good, and then other weeks, it's looked as if that's not even the same team I watched the previous week. Maybe, you know, maybe BC hasn't been that good, and then Edmonton and Ottawa to me are in that third tier uh, yeah. I- at the bottom. Like, do you do you have a
0: second best team in your head right now? Um, I, I would say no. I, I, I would say that you know, with the amount of games they have left to play, I would be in the same boat as you. And uh, and and the reason, one of the, the biggest reasons why I say, because I, I know the history of this league. I played on the 16 and two team that didn't make it to the Grey Cup. I've seen Calgary with I think four 15 and three teams not make it to the Grey Cup. I've seen you know Hamilton with the best record about three years ago, best record in the league, didn't make it to the Grey Cup. So so this the, the, you know the the past is littered with these teams that dominated through regular season and didn't win Grey Cup games, and and because of. It changes when you get to playoffs. There's different pressure when you get to playoffs. There's different things, you know, you there's different expectations. And like you go out and you play in a regular season game and you you expect to play well and all that stuff. I mean that's all cliche. But when you get to playoffs, now it's like two hundred pounds gets on your shoulders because we're expected to win every game and we gotta win for this person and that person in this city and that and it's it's really different and changes. So when you get into playoffs, you get teams that are good, like the Saskatchewan Roughriders were when uh, in in, uh, in 1989. I think they were an eight and uh, a nine and nine team. Nine and nine. But they, yep. they were a really good team, though. I mean, the last time we played them, it was one of those games where it was uh, with with uh, I think eight minutes to go. It was it was like a tie game, or it was 37 to 35 or something. Then we scored a couple of touchdowns late, and it looked like a, a blowout, but it wasn't. And they were in a lot of those kinds of games. And those are the teams that learn how to play in the tough games. Those are the teams that can go into a game playoff game. Relax. Hey, we're supposed to lose. We're relaxed. We're, you know, we're going to, we're going to go in there and do, make, do our best and let the other team implode. And that's, so right now, I, I don't know who that is. I think that there's a couple teams that I still think Hamilton is a team that has that because they have enough experience of guys that were there a couple of years ago for the last two or three years. I think they're a good team. Um, I think, I think that Toronto could be that team too if they can get hot with uh, uh, Bethel Thompson. I, I think that they can. They've got enough pieces. And then in in the West, uh, how can you count out Saskatchewan? You know, I think they've got an excellent coaching staff. They just beat Calgary last week. They they've got a they've got a really good team, and they're going to be going into playoffs with that. First of all, or, or, uh, you know, a, a really angry attitude about you know losing twice to Winnipeg, and and uh, and they're going to be you know they're going to have a chip on their shoulders, and they're a good team. So. So there are some teams. Maybe, maybe my the, the number two team in the, in the league could possibly be Saskatchewan. Um, if, if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, I would say that maybe that's the team that I would go with. All right, Blake, where do we
1: have you tomorrow? Where are you, where are you camped
0: out? Oh, I'm 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 roaming the stadium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not on the field, thank God, because it was freezing cold. Um, it would be really bad, uh, but I, I will be. I'm gonna poke my face into the booth. I'm gonna be in the alumni room, which I haven't been in all year. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'll be all over the place, but I'll, I'll be at my. I'll be at my spot when I'm when I'm supposed to be on the air. All right, I I think
1: we should get you a little chair, and you can be on top of that. Uh, suspended camera that they have on the wires over the field. I think that'd be a good vantage point for. Oh yeah.
0: No, that's, that's a you have to have one of those little bags if they have in airplane seats for me to go in that thing. <laughs> and, All right. and I'm not sure the cables would be able to hold it. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay.
1: Blake, thanks for hopping on. Look forward to the game tomorrow, man. We'll see you there. All right. Thanks, Reed. Talk to you later. That is Blake Dermott, our in-game analyst for our Elks broadcast here on 630 Chad. Always a joy to Talk to Blake, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see if he's right about the about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who look—I uh, guess I'll say—almost unstoppable. They do have one loss here, and uh, they are on a bye this week, so we're not going to get any more information on the Bombers. Elks tomorrow, six o'clock countdown to kick off here on six thirty. Shed game is at seven forty-five. Back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rose. Elks tomorrow on 630 Chet. Oilers on Saturday. I want to let you know about this. You can get smart with 630 Chet. Starting tomorrow. Play get smart with 630 Chet for a chance to win a Sonos One smart speaker and a pair of tickets To the Oilers game on December 1st. That's one of those smart speakers that knows what you want to listen to without you telling it, Kellen. Is that how it works? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Kellen just has no time for me at all. Uh, To play, listen for the Get Smart code words every day during all our shows. Daryl Shea, Stoff, Jalen. Oh, and even me. I'm going to be doing this. Well, not tomorrow. There's football. But other days. Uh, it starts tomorrow on all the other shows and then in this time slot on Monday. So once you have the Get Smart code words, you go to 630 chet.com, you go to our contest page, and you enter it in there. Uh, five chances to win. We give out a new code word every day until Thursday, November 4th. That's one week from today. So uh, there you go. You can tune in in your car online on the Radio Player Canada app or on your brand new smart home speaker. Once you win it, the Sonos One smart speaker. I believe that is one of those speakers. It actually, the smart speakers, they just read your mind and they know what you want to listen to and it just plays it. It's pretty amazing. I was watching this. I can't remember who it was. It was a comedian. It was one of those little clips that showed up on YouTube and he was talking about... He, he wanted a service that was faster than one-day delivery. He wanted a service that Amazon or somebody to come up with a delivery service that knew what you wanted before you wanted it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And as soon as you thought about it, the order was already there. Is that where we're headed? Could be. By the way, what's this thing Facebook is now meta? Do you understand this, Kellen? Yeah, think is just a rebrand,
0: but it could be deeper because they want to get into virt- virtual reality and stuff. Oh and my re-brand. goodness, I, yeah,
1: that's that's really where we where we're headed. Nothing's going to be real soon. All right, well, this show is real. We'll keep it real. We're uh, gonna go to school. U of A update when we get back. A little more on the others. Inside sports on Chet.